Chucking It from the Cheap Seats is the newest podcast covering high school basketball. Head coach Josh Thompson interviews some of the most impactful people who make Hoosier hysteria great. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Subscribe to Chucking It from the Cheap Seats wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our next guest on the Chucking It from the Cheap Seats podcast has built one of the best small school basketball programs in the state of Indiana. After graduating from New Washington High School, then Manchester College in 2002, and after being passed over for other head coaching jobs, he finally landed his big break at Borden in 2006. And what a great decision for the Braves that was. Since then, he has helped lead the Braves to five sectional championships, two regional titles, and his 2013 team won the first state championship in any sport in Borden High School history. Welcome to this week's Chucking It From The Cheap Seats podcast, Coach Doc Nash. For over 32 years, D1 Basketball has offered elite basketball camps and top-tier player development programs. Team camps, individual skills camps, and shooting camps can improve performance for you. View Indiana basketball camps impact performance like D1 Basketball. Since 1989, annual enrollment in D1 basketball has grown from 80 to 3,500 players, making it one of the largest individual basketball organizations in the Midwest. The mission of D1 basketball is to help coaches and players maximize their performance. D1 basketball facts. D1 basketball camps are exclusively endorsed by the Indiana Basketball Coaches Association. D1 team camps have hosted more high school sectional championship teams, final four teams, and Indiana All-Stars any other camp shootout or summer tournament. D1 team camps provide the best chance for a school coach to work with all their teams in its top-tier competition from the South All right, everybody. This is the much-anticipated episode of Chucking It from the Cheap Seats. Today, uh, we've got the world's finest high school basketball coach, Doc Nash, on with us. Doc, thanks for taking time for uh, to be on with us this evening. Hey, Coach, thank you for having me. It's always a great thing to shed light on our program. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, um, you know, you're a guy that I've wanted to have on this podcast. And sometimes I got to say that to guys to be nice. But you're a guy that's been, (laughs) you know, you're a guy that you've been elusive. You've turned me down like, uh, you know, probably 18, 19 times. Um, (laughs) I, I just keep asking you back to the prom. Uh, here we are here we are here we are but i think the biggest reason that you agreed to be on with me is because we're we're going to talk about a lot of other things other than hoops but we're we're going to talk about you and the Borden braves a lot but we got to talk about this big hunting trip uh that you went on and we got to talk about uh, you know our adventures at coaches clinics and stuff like that but coach um the very first thing i'd like for for you to tell listeners that that don't know you very well uh, as, as well as I know you, a little bit about your background, where you played high school at, where you played college at, and, and why in the world you wanted to get into this profession. Uh, Doc Nash, and I'm, I graduated from New Washington High School in 1997. Uh, from there, I went on to play two years of college basketball at uh, only Central College. Uh, and then from there, I graduated three years later uh, from Manchester College, now Manchester University, played uh, two years up there. Um, why I wanted to coach, man, that's a, that's a great question. Um, and, and two really big reasons. 
uh, two coaches, really three coaches that I've had in my life that mm-hmm. really, really impacted me. Uh, number one, Jim Matthews, my high school coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Ron Mattingly, uh, my junior high coach that took us all over uh, southern Indiana to just play pickup hoops in the in the summertime. And then uh, maybe my favorite coach of all time, Terry White, uh, high school tennis coach of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, you know, those three uh, those three men really impacted me and who I am as a coach. And, uh, just give me to really love the game, uh, love to teach uh, the game and how to be competitive, and uh, really impacted me. And there are big reasons why I want to uh, get into coaching. I, I decided I wanted to do that when I was a sophomore, and mm-hmm. here I am, 21 years after I've graduated, and uh, I'm on year 21 as a teacher and 18 as a varsity basketball coach. And, wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Yeah, you've you've obviously made a tremendous career out of this thing. And, and one of the things I talk to coaches a lot about is the, the support that you get at home. And uh, n- not only have you had a lot of support over the years at home, but you've also had the opportunity to coach, uh, coach your kids. So talk a little bit about that, about how important your wife is to what you do and how awesome it has been for you to get to coach these guys. Yeah, you got you got to talk about her. Uh, she's pretty awesome. She keeps us level headed and humbled. And uh, they tend uh, to do that, don't they? <laughs> yeah, she knows when she knows when to uh, when when and what to say. You yeah. know, uh, sometimes I feel like our our spouses don't really know uh, what to say and when to say it. Uh, I think my wife has 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 been blessed with that talent. She's mm-hmm. uh, she, she she can uh, she can. She can put me in my place uh, really quick, uh, but in terms of coaching our kid, like uh, she's no, I, I don't think anybody, any, I don't think any of our kids would trade places with my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, any kid that's been on his team in the last four years would mm-hmm. trade places. I'm harder on him than I've been on any kid uh, I've ever coached, um, and uh, he understands that. I understand it. I think she understands it and most importantly, but. Um, you know, we have a great relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, basketball is part of that relationship, and it's uh, it's it's truly special, Josh. It really is. It's a it's great. Uh, I don't I, in in terms of describing it. I don't know how to describe it mm-hmm. other than uh, simple word special. Yeah, yeah. We I, I've kind of got that rolling now. I've got a son that's a sophomore that's a part of our program, and then I've got one that's down there in the fourth grade and, and looking forward to, you know, working with those guys over the next couple of years. But like you said, that that is special. It's different. It's totally different yeah. when you walk in the gym with your own kid um, than it is when it you're is. just coaching everybody else's kid. Well, yeah, a couple of years ago, we got to cut down nets together. And that mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, we, uh, we 13, we were state champions. And uh, 08, we won our school's first sectional. And, Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all special. Don't get me wrong. Those were uh, very, very special moments in my career uh, in the board community. Uh, but uh, I'm not gonna lie, winning one with my own son was uh, pretty awesome. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was a great time. I'm so, sure. I'm sure that was extra special, like you said, there to do it with him, Coach. Yeah. You you wear a lot of hats at Borden. I'm I'm not really sure if there's anything you don't do at Borden. But tell uh, tell people a little bit about this day job, and and, well, and it's really more than one job. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I'm the jack of all, master of none, as I like to say. And, and every day I'm living my dream. But uh, yeah, I get out of bed early and uh, I drive a school bus, uh-huh. and uh, 
up until the, the, today, this week, actually, um, I had the longest route at the corporation, but I just got switched. I took a new, took over a new shorter route today, which is a, which is a blessing for me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I drive a school bus in the morning, uh, teach a full load all day long. Uh, yeah, PE, seventh, uh, eighth grade, uh, ninth grade, tenth grade PE, and, a, and one class of advanced PE. I have lunch supervision, mm-hmm. and then I get on a bus at the end of the day and drive a bus. And mm-hmm. then we have uh, coaching responsibilities. We have basketball, uh, getting ready to start up six days a week here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just started our BYBL program last night with our youth program mm-hmm. uh, that runs for the next three weeks. So a lot of long nights for me. Uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Yeah, certainly. And then, you know, your boys are involved in a lot of different things. I know you and I have talked about how you encourage kids to be multi-sport athletes. You know, yes, sir. You, you got them going all the time, don't you? Yeah, our, um, uh, both of my sons played in uh, tennis, uh, regular season undefeated champions. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, not champions, they didn't, I mean, they were, they were the, I guess they were the BNL cha- tournament champions over mm-hmm. there. But anyway, uh, regular season undefeated, and then we played Floyd Central in our sectional mm-hmm. and got beat in the, in the sectional championship. But uh, t- t- a tremendous uh, tennis season for all. Uh, he also ran cross country, so he split time between tennis and cross country. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a regional qualifier. He runs in the Evansville Regional over there on Saturday. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. you down there because we're uh, go- we're well, go- we're going to be down there. Are you? Yeah. I'm not gonna be. Uh, oh. I, I should. I should be, but I'm not. I'm actually gonna go, uh, go elsewhere and uh, on another adventure. Josh, you <laughs> talk about my adventures all the time, and uh, I just booked a flight, so I'm not gonna be there. But anyway, well, it's gonna be a great. Well, I shoot. Hopefully, he runs well and represents himself well. Well, I'll make sure I cheer for him. Absolutely, we appreciate that. Well, coach, he'll, that's that's. He'll a- be by- Place one hundred and fifty to two hundred would be my guess. <laughs> you know, I tell you, it, it's funny. You look on these cross country websites, and I don't, I don't go on there, but I sometimes have people that'll send them to me. I, I love yeah. these websites that project like where everybody's oh, yeah. going to finish. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Coach hey, does that. She's really good at it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we do that for basketball stuff, and people probably think that we're nuts for doing that, and John Harrell's yeah. nuts for the website he has. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, I'll tell you what you, you know, congratulations to your son on a phenomenal tennis year. And I think tennis is a great crossover sport for basketball because of the lateral movement and the, and the yeah. foot movement and all that kind of stuff. It's great. But man, cross country yeah. is like, I think it's the, the sport that takes the most guts if you run it the right way. Yeah. And I completely uh, agree. Yeah. Toughness. Yeah. It, 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 it takes it to another level. Um, yes, sir. Well, Coach, you, you talked about booking a flight and going on this big adventure, but you just came back from a, a, a big adventure out west, um, and you went out on an elk hunt. And, and I, when I told my youngest son, who is just now getting into hunting, that she, yeah. that, that I had a friend that was going on an elk hunt, he's he, he looked at me like I was a loser dad because I haven't taken him <laughs> on an elk hunt yet. But how, how'd this elk hunt go for you guys? Man, well, you know, we um... – I, I, I can say we weren't successful, and then I then I can define success. You know, that's a, there's a lot of different uh, definitions of success. So, in terms of filling our freezer and bringing meat home, uh, we were not successful. Mm. But in terms of having a great time, 
and seeing what I would call God's country. Mm -hmm. Uh, Montana is probably one of the most, I know it's the most beautiful place on earth that I have ever seen. Um, and, uh, in terms of having a uh, good fellowship and, and fun with a, uh, with a brother, mm -hmm. it, it is, uh, it was an absolute blast. I, you know, I call him my brother. He's not truly my brother, but, um, in the, in the word, in the, in the word of brotherhood, he is, he is that guy. And, mm -hmm. you know, we had, we had a great time, uh, living in, a, living in the wilderness and, uh, it was just, a, it was just a great fun experience. Uh, we got on some elk. Uh, uh, first three days of the hunt were were tremendous. Mm -hmm. They were uh, bugling. There was some interaction there, and uh, we just couldn't close the deal. Yeah, and uh, they they kind of went silent, and we're hunting thousands and thousands and thousands of acres and mm -hmm. uh, in the mountains in the at nine to eleven thousand feet, and sometimes as low as six. We we just uh, we had a hard time finding them, mm -hmm. and uh, it was very very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, but man, you talk about a blast! It was it was so much fun. Our tag is still good for uh, rifle, and uh, it just so happens that we're going back for rifle season this weekend. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna uh, you go see if you can close the deal. One more thing. It's, it's kind of like we're doubling down. You know, we spent all this money on a tag. We we weren't successful. The tag's still good, so why not throw some more money at it and try, try again? <laughs> hey, if you fill that tag, I want you to take a picture. I want you to text it to me. And then that yes, way, sir. that way all of our listeners can see you fill that tag. So you make sure yes, you send sir. that to It'll me. That's I'll awesome. I'll be smiling from here, coach. I promise you that. Uh, it's, uh, I'm sure you it's will. so much fun. So much fun. I, I got a couple questions for you about that. Were you on horseback a lot out there or did most of, <laughs> most of it, were you, were you on four wheelers, ATVs or, oh, or yeah. were you walking? That's a, that's a great question. So we, um, it took us 31 and a half hours to get out there. Mm -hmm. uh, we drove out, uh, took my side by side and, uh, we, we drove 230 some miles on my side by side in, in about 11 days, uh, glassing and doing that kind of thing. Now, we found what we called our spot, and uh, it was a two and a half mile hike out and a two and a half mile, a two and a half mile hike back up mm -hmm. um, when we came back. But um, uh, so it was a combination. We did not have horses. If we'd killed one, we'd had to pack it out ourselves. Oh man! Uh, and which would have been that's part of the experience, yeah. though, right? Like, yeah. You, oh yeah. It's part of the experience. It was. Uh, it was. It was a lot of walking. Um, I actually started exercising back in may mm -hmm. watching what i ate and i dropped about 30 pounds got in pretty good shape started rolling my pe classes and, uh, I, I was uh, i was 207 when i left and when i got home i was 205 but it took us 34 hours to get home and uh i had wendy's i had burger king <laughs> i had some chocolate chip cookie dough yeah i had some mountain dews to keep me awake during the drive like i ate absolutely terrible and I still had lost weight, so yeah, I, I was I was I was pretty proud of myself. But it was um, burned a lot of calories. Yeah, it was it was excruciating. It was tiring. It was mm -hmm. uh, I've never ran a marathon. I can't. I, I don't even know that it would compare to that. But there were days that we would get back to our tent mm -hmm. and just lay in a cot and just basically just sleep. <laughs> what and, and, uh, wasn't hard to sleep at night. Next, no, you get up the next morning at five o'clock and do it all over again. Yeah. Know, but. And it sounds like this, and you know, best of luck to you this weekend. And we'll great, thanks. We'll shift 
things back to, to hoops a little bit, and, and I, we'll, we'll kind of move around a little bit from here to there. But, you know, Coach, you, you've, in your career, you've won almost 240 games, and, you know, you, you talk about this is year 18 for you at Borden. Um, but you, you've had a lot of success there. The, the one thing that stands out to me is, is that you've done it all at Borden. Uh-huh. N- number one, why have you stayed at Borden? Because I'm sure you've had opportunities to leave. And then if there's one one thing that you can really put your finger on as to why you've had the success there, wh- what's that? Man, uh, that's, a, uh, that's a really great question. Um, and I think both of them are answered by one word, and it's our community. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Borden community is um, – is special. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I always always think of um, of great communities or ba- basketball communities. Uh, your Brownstowns, your Barreeds, your Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from my from my perspective, I'm a small school guy. I graduated New Washington, so I mm-hmm. I've never had any aspirations to coach a big school because it's just not me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how to describe that. I just um, I didn't come from a big school, so I don't, I'm not sure I would ever be successful there. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know how that's operated. I don't know mm-hmm. how that's ran. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, in terms of uh, Borden and uh, the success we've had, um, our community is just outstanding. Uh, we have some great community support. Um, we're pretty old school. And, uh, you know, our community – just really supports our athletics, uh, not just boys basketball, but uh, basically all of our sports. And uh, it's just, uh, it's just special. They've, they've opened their, they opened their arms back in 06, 07 when I first started and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, accepted me for who I was and, and really supported us. And, um, you know, it's just, it, the love for Borden has just grown over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't imagine uh, going somewhere else. I just, I don't know what that would look like. Yeah. That's a great answer coach. And you know, like you said, when you fall in love with a place and you fall in love with a community, why go anywhere else? Yeah. Tell uh, you. Well, oh, go ahead. I can, I can tell you why money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting ready to be, I think we're getting ready to be in the contract negotiations. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, money, I, I can, I can tell you why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to take care of number one first. Uh, our, our, our my family's number one. And if mm-hmm. I can't pay my bills, I'm going to look for a better job, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's, it's, that's sad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't ever want it to come to that, but, it's, it, I also know it's a reality too, and Absolutely. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from that. So no, we're we're going through the same thing. As a matter of fact, our our union reps they were well. I was in workouts tonight. They were they were in there negotiating, and it, yeah. it, that is what it is. And and there's certain things as a coach and as a teacher that you got to have, and and yeah. uh, you just hope that 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 support remains. And yeah. uh, for you, I hope you you do it as long as you want to do it there. Yeah, because uh, that's that's awesome that you've been able to do all this at one school. Speaking yeah, of, I, I'm one of the old guys now, Josh. It doesn't, it doesn't seem <laughs> like that, but it is. Like we go to our conference meeting, and I'm like one of the last guys standing. It's, yeah, it's kind of it makes me feel really old. No, and and it's crazy because I don't I don't look at guys like you and I 
as that. But no. but it's getting that way. It is definitely yeah. getting that way. And I'll tell you yeah. another crazy thing. And this, uh, Steve Combs, uh, uh, my principal at Vincennes, before uh-huh. I took that job when I was coaching at Wood, um, I remember being at a summer shootout with him. And he goes, you know, he said, there's there's getting to be fewer and fewer veteran coaches like yourself. And at that time, Doc, I had only coached. I'd only been head coach for eight years. And I looked at yeah. Steve and I said, what are you talking about veteran coach? And he goes, Josh, how many years have you done this? And I told him eight. And he said, how many people do you know that have been coaching longer than you? He said, let's start counting them. And, like, I could only get up to, like, eight. Yeah. And, and he said, that's what I'm talking about. There's just not as many people doing it and staying in the business as long as, you know, some guys, you know, yeah. that have done it over the years like yourself. And, um, yeah, I just, I just, you know, my, tip my cap to you because you've been able to have yeah. as much success as you've had there at Borden over the years. Coach, you yeah, talked about uh, your BYBL, your your yes, Borden sir. Youth Basketball League. What What yeah. is – what is the most important skill that you emphasize with your coaches and, and your players that come in as you teach skills and, and develop skills there in that feeder program? Well, for our BYBL, we just want them to have fun, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I just want them to foster a love of basketball. Mm-hmm. So we, we have our high school kids coaching that, mm-hmm. uh, which is a big-time commitment for the kids. We have our high school kids running a concession stand. We have our high school kids refereeing, uh-huh. and uh, it's 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 almost player ran, so to speak. Yeah, uh, Coach Vic and myself, our girls coach, uh, we we co-ed that thing, and we have about 120 kids, uh, first through sixth grade, and mm-hmm. and uh, we did our first skill session last night, and tried to we try to break them up into teams and get them as equal as we can and play some games and. And just hope that our high school kids can wear off on them a little bit for mm-hmm. the love of the game. And then, and then they do some camps. And, and uh, if we have enough, we'll send a travel team out, uh, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. Um, with some of our good groups, they, they we'll have a parent grab them and run with them. And, mm-hmm. um, that's honestly where we're probably behind, uh, relatively speaking. But mm-hmm. what I have found out, if, if, if they start too early, that Sometimes kids burn out by the time they get to me or yep. by the time they get to high school. That mm-hmm. they, they played so much yeah. uh, that they don't want to play in high school. Yeah, and uh, so there's a there's a fine line there. Uh, is there a perfect answer? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But yeah. in terms of what's the most important skill I, for me, loving the game, mm-hmm. uh, finding the energy to play the game all the time. Yeah, uh, if that's uh, if that is a skill, so to speak. But yeah. Um, Dribbling, I, I, I was teaching dribbling at a station last night that just kids just smacking the ball all over mm-hmm. the place and mm-hmm. couldn't dribble with their eyes up. You know, just a first and second grader took me back really to somebody had to teach me that. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of what my emphasis was last night, whether, whether that's wrong. I don't know, but if I could pick one skill, it'd be a shooter because I wish I could have 25 shooters. Or, or bankers. <laughs> bankers. I got 25 shooters, Josh. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I got 25 shooters. I need 25 makers. Everybody's a shooter, yeah. right? Everybody's oh, a shooter. Yeah. 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 yeah we've got some yeah, kids. Just that... ask my five man. He knows he's not a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny that you say that because we, we've got, we've got a couple kids that, um, th- they don't need to be shooters. They don't even need to be yeah. shooting the basketball, but, uh, they, they talked to my assistant coach and, and, 
Robert Sullivan, my assistant, he's sitting in here as we're talking, listening to our conversation. Yeah. And we had one of them that told Robert, he said, he said, I've really been spending a lot of time shooting the basketball. My, and, and Robert yeah. just shook his head. He's like, you don't, you don't, you're wasting your time, buddy. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I tell you the thing I love about the answer that you gave is I, I agree with you 110%. Yeah. I think ball handling is incredibly important. You know, we stress yep. shooting with our with our feeder system coaches, and even in yep. our second, third, and fourth grade practices, spending a lot of time on on form shooting. Yeah. But if that kid doesn't leave BYBL having fun, mm-hmm. he's not going to want to come back the next time. And after yep. a time or two of the parents making them come in, that's it, and you've lost that kid. So it yeah, it's it's got to be fun for him. Got to be fun. Yeah. Coach, I, I wrote down as you were talking about Borden being a special place, and I, I jumped ahead of myself there a little bit with the BYBL question. Mm-hmm. But another thing I think has contributed to your longevity there is not only have you had some really good players, but you got one heck of an AD. And, 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 and he does a great job for you. Talk about him a little bit. Man. Well, you know that uh, that brother I was telling you that I went hunting with? Yes. Uh, that's him. Uh, that's yeah. him. You know, uh uh, we always talk. Uh, he and I are uh, really close, mm-hmm. and uh, the good Lord, for whatever reason, uh, put me aboard and uh, surrounded by godly people that uh-huh. uh, we can we can talk about anything. And uh, he's one of those guys. You know, uh, somebody told him a long time ago that uh, when he when he's eighty or eighty five or ninety or when he's on his deathbed and if he looks down at his hand and. If he can five, if he can count five uh, people, count on five people, one uh, one for each finger and a thumb, uh, then he's had a really really good life. And uh, so we, we we talk about that all the time. Like mm-hmm. who are, who are our five people? Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know anybody our age, Josh? We're halfway through our life. Absolutely. Uh, and, and when we look down our hand. Uh, do you have five people you can truly count on? He's mm-hmm. one of those guys. Uh, no matter if it's if it's work, if it's play, uh, you know we've we've had a tough conversation. That's what people don't understand. They think, well, Toby and Doc are they're just great friends, and Doc this and no, no, that like they don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Like mm-hmm. uh, we don't always agree, but we know I know that he what he's doing is best for our school and best for our athletic program and and sometimes what's even best for me mm-hmm. uh and, and people people don't see that sometimes in our community uh but i tell people all the time we got the best ad in the state uh, uh you got and, you got a great one there's no doubt about it he's one of he's one of the main reasons i've never left mm-hmm. uh, you know if he doesn't agree with something i do uh i'm in his office the next morning and mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about it yeah um, and you know, uh, he's had to defend me in some in some tough situations, and uh, we've had it out behind closed doors. But um, we we try to do what's best for our kids, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, sometimes we don't agree. Most yeah. of the time, we do. Uh, but he supports us. He hires us. He supports us, and uh, lets us do things our way. And and um, you know, support is the main thing. Like uh, you talk, we talk about longevity and coaches. And, us trying to find coaches that have done it longer than us. And uh, sometimes it's not the coaches. Sometimes it's always not the coach's choice not to be in it that long. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a yeah. uh, poor administration, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. I, and I hate to say that because I don't know everybody's situation. Um, 
but let's be honest. Uh, sometimes it's parents. Sometimes it's poor admin. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's both, and that's a terrible situation. You know, uh, I read all these stories, and of course, you only read the bad part of it. You, there's two sides to every story, right? Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. Uh, that's sometimes what we don't get, but mm-hmm. uh, coaching's not easy, man. Like there, there's a lot of coaches up there in the stands on a Friday night that think they can do it better than us, and they haven't coached a fifth grade game. Uh, yeah. No offense, no offense <laughs> to any fifth grade coaches out there by any means, because yeah. what you're doing is great. Keep doing what you're doing if you're listening. But um, you know, it's a lot easier. I go watch a game. I go watch a Barreen game. I may say, "Dang, Josh, what are you doing?" Mm-hmm. But it's a lot easier. 25 rows up there scouting than it is down there on the floor in a game time decision. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and and that's you know that's just what it is. Uh, but you know what? I signed up for it, and um, that's what I've got myself into, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 issues the issues that we have, I think, as coaches, is uh, we're human too, and we fall into that trap a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we try not to, but um, in terms of my AD, he's uh, he, he's the best man. I, I know you guys probably have a great one over there too. Yeah. Uh, and all, I think every school programs, uh, you know, Paris not only successful in basketball, they're successful in other sports as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at Legoti's tennis team this year was really good. You know, I, you know, they have to have good people in line and it starts at the top. And, um, Toby's by far the best in my opinion. Oh, uh, he, so. he's, he's one of the best. And I just yeah. see it from afar. You know, like you said, yeah. you, you see it daily and you have a heck of a relationship yeah. with him. I'll tell you another thing that I I think as coaches, we're always looking to sharpen our axes. If you're like me and you love to read but struggle to find the time to make it through an entire 200-plus page book on personal development, look no farther. I've been using short form recently, and I love how it condenses materials and gives me a breakdown and summary of the chapters. Short form also has exercises that accompany the materials to allow you an opportunity to test your knowledge and help retain information. To get a free unlimited trial and access to an additional 20% discount on the annual subscription, join Shortform through my special link, shortform.com forward slash Coach Thompson 44. From the outside looking in that has helped your longevity is not just the establishment of how you do your feeder program and how well you work with the girls coach, no matter who the girls mm-hmm. coach is, because that's changed a couple times for you. But yeah. you've had really good assistant coaches there. And just talk about some of those guys that have helped you over the years that, that have helped you Man, establish that program. Yeah, I've had uh, – I've been blessed. Again, uh, the good Lord put uh, Ray Weatherford in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, my JV coach uh, for 12 years. and uh, He got out of it and uh, went to Eastern to be uh, an assistant coach, uh, helped coach his grandson. And, mm-hmm. and now he's the head coach uh, – yeah, over at Peak and Eastern. So I've, I had in my first 12, and then um, I've been blessed with uh, with Kevin Jones. Uh, I think this is your number four for us together. And, uh, you know, he, he's like another brother to me. Um, little brother because he's not real tall. But uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's older than I am. But he's a, he's great, man. I, uh, he, he knows what – he's, he's kind of like my wife only. Uh, my assistant coach, he knows what to say, when to say it. Uh, 
And and he'll flat out tell you it's it's different being one seat over. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, he's got former head coaching experience, so he sees a lot of the stuff, the same stuff that I see. And uh, and you talk about being great with kids. Yeah, uh, man, he's unbelievable with mm-hmm. some of our kids. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I can't I can't sing his praises enough. Mm-hmm. And then um, two other guys I want to mention would be Justin Cavins and Joey uh, Joey Jones. Joey Jones, our JV coach. Uh, I've had, I've, he's been our JV coach for three or four years now. Uh, been a coach in and out of Borden for quite some time, but a uh, very loyal guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, does a good job. And, and, and K-Man was my eighth grade coach for a long time. Jumped over on the girl's side. And he's just a uh, genuine good guy. They're all, uh, you know, the good Lord's blessed me with great people. And uh, but Kevin Jones is uh, a guy give another shout out to KJ. He's a He's great. He's just uh, he does a fantastic job, especially with our kids. And, uh, sometimes, sometimes he likes to grab me by the belt and pull me back. But, um, <laughs> we will let that go for now. But, <laughs> he yeah. does a great job. No, and and it's it, it is a blessing to have somebody on your staff that is a former head coach. And you know, I've got that uh, coach Hughes brought Dean Scott in here many years ago from South Knox. Dean was the head coach over there. And he has stayed on, and he, he has helped me. And, and i tell you what, in that transition, uh, me coming in here, having Dean stick around and that loyalty that he has shown, not not to Josh Thompson, but to the Bari basketball program is huge. And having Kevin on staff and having a guy that is a former head coach, and Kevin's going to be a head coach again if he wants to be, um, I, I think a huge benefit to you as a coach. And, and those guys are extremely loyal. Oh, yeah. You can't put it into words how mm-hmm. much it means to you, honestly. Um, you know, I'll use an example. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be in the Montana mountains uh, trying to kill an elk. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, I don't have to worry about our program. Kevin, yeah. Kevin and Joey are going to take off, and they're going to they're going to do their own thing, and it's going to be great. Uh, I don't. I'm not worried about it a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just fantastic having them having him around. Coach, I'll tell you what, I, I, I read a newsletter. I like to read newsletters, and I don't know, sometimes I maybe spend too much time doing that type of stuff. And uh, Sahil Bloom is a guy I follow on social media, and I read his newsletter each week. And this week he talked about um, being in a time machine. And he, he talked not about looking back but looking forward and, and envisioning what you want to do in five or ten years. But I'm going to take you back in time. I'm going to take you back one decade to 20 13, the year you guys won the state championship. So we're in this time machine, and I'm looking at the 2013 year, and we're going to talk about that Bar Eve championship game of the regional here in just a second. But as I go through here and I look at your season, you guys are 24-3. and three. Um, you, you lost one by nine. You lost one by two. You lost one by three points. Okay, so those yeah. are your losses. But when you got in the tournament, you beat Lanesville by nine to win the championship of the sectional. The next week, you win by one over Orleans. You win by one over Barree. You win by three in the semi-state against University, and you win by five in the state championship game. How in the world did you guys win all those close games? 
Well, Josh, it was. Uh, I would like to be able to tell you it was all of my coaches, but it was. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one kids. guy. I'm going to. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to tell you one guy that's going to listen to this podcast, and that's Greg Dean. And Greg Dean, when you won the state championship, he goes. I'm not saying he deserves every piece of net, but he deserves almost all that net because he goes, he coached his rear end off through that entire tournament. So well, you, you can't I, not take a little bit of credit. I appreciate that. I don't want any of that credit, man. I promise I don't. I, that credit goes to those young men that uh, just fought every game. Yeah. Uh, man, you talking about a special group. Um, they just, uh, they're just so daggone competitive. Mm -hmm. uh, our practices were wars. Mm -hmm. um, uh, every time out it was a war it seemed like some days mm -hmm. and uh, they just wanted to win yeah. uh, they, they weren't always the smartest group mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of being competitive uh, man I've, I've never coached a, a collective group of 7, 8 maybe even 10 or 12 kids uh, like that ever uh, every, every day was a war JV team was good that year uh, and it was just it was a war every day and um they really brought out the best of each other, mm -hmm. and uh, to their credit, nobody cared who got the credit. Um, they didn't. They didn't care who scored. It was we had six guys that could get twenty on any given night, and uh, and they were they were just competitive. So uh, in terms of me getting the credit, I, it, I don't I don't want. Uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't score any baskets. I, I probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if Greg Dean's out there, I, yeah. uh, if he's out there listening, I want thanks, Coach Dean. I appreciate yeah. it, but um, I want my kids. I want all those kids to get recognition for that, and uh, they were good. Uh, so you screwed story. So you screwed before you tell the story. So you screwed them up, and that's why the games were close. <laughs> yeah, I screwed up. That's why I got close. We should have won by. We should have won by more. Yeah, uh, we should have won the state championship by eight, but the Triton threw in a three right at the buzzer because okay. we were guarding them. And I, I was going to get mad about it, and then I realized we just won state championship because. So, <laughs> but uh, true story is this true story in the in the semi state game. Um, one of our kids got fouled, and it was like a it was like a uh, I don't know it was a tie up, scramble, loose ball situation. And, two or three of our kids are on the floor and mm -hmm. one kid gets fouled and the other kid says, Augie, you can't make those free throws. Get the hell out of here. So our point guard goes up and shoots the free throws. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. In the semi-state. In the semi-state referees had no idea. Oh, my. He pulled one, pulled one over. It was I, great. I did he that. He made the free throws. It was I, awesome. But the best part of that story is, Josh, the kid that didn't shoot the free throws uh, scored 874 points. Yeah, his brother is our girls' coach. His name is Matt Vick. He's at eight seventy five. <laughs> so one point separated. If he'd have made the two, he would be one point above his brother. So it's, that's a crazy tidbit. But oh, that no, that that's history. to me. That's what makes obviously winning the state championship, having the state championship trophy. Those kids having those medals and having yeah. having that that memory is great. But it's all those little things that happen throughout oh, yeah. the season that make the journey uh, so much, so much better, and all those stories because those are the things that guys are going to talk about when they when they yeah. come come together. They're not going to talk yeah. about just winning a state championship. No, it was great. It was a great time. Great like time I said, with great group of kids. Like I said, this this podcast is produced by the Bari Media Class, so I got to talk about that regional championship game. I was there that yeah. night. I watched that, 
And, uh-huh. uh, you know, obviously, I, I think at that time I was down at Wood Memorial, and um, I just – that game was, was such a nip-and-tuck game back and forth. What what yeah. are some of your memories from that game? Um, uh, one, one, one great memory, uh, Jalen McCoy. Uh, I don't know if he's out there listening. He just lost his grandfather yesterday, so uh, my condolences go out to him and, and his dad and uncle and a gr- another great family that uh, really loved boarding basketball. So my condolences to those guys. But uh, a great memory from there, uh, I had J-Lo in class. Every day we would shoot. Uh, he would shoot rounds of ten, and uh, he would like to tell you that he won most of those, but he did not. And uh, we, we would shoot all the time. And I had the utmost confidence in that kid. He had passed up two or three. And I kind of got antsy on him, and uh, I ripped him a little bit. He he shoots a one that was split legged from the volleyball line, where the volleyball line spike ten foot spiking line meets yeah. the sideline. He just drains it, and I was like, "Finally, thank you for listening." You know, that was that was one of those big time memories. Uh, hit a big clutch shot in the second half for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember us fouling Logan James right there at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman. I think he, at the time he was an eighty-eight percent free throw shooter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, you know, if he makes all three of them, we tie and go to overtime, and uh, who knows if we win that game or not? But uh, just you know, just some of those plays that stick out uh, yeah. that could have went know, either way it could go either way uh somehow they went our way and um we were we were blessed enough to win that night yeah but well coach i'll tell you win for our program. oh what, what a remarkable win and then you know you you get to go on and you play university in the semi-state and then like you said you turn around the next weekend and beat triton uh to win the state yeah. title so obviously a, a great Great season ends there at 24-3. and three. But, Doc, one thing he totally remissed if I didn't touch on this. I don't. I haven't seen your teams play a whole lot over the last couple of years because of the distance between us. Right. But I know back whenever I was coaching at Springs Valley, and I know when I was coaching at Wood Memorial, you and I had discussions about your jersey offense, your, yeah. your, your version of the Chin-Princeton offense. Where did you get yeah. that and, and – you just talk to our listeners about how good that's been to you over the years. Oh man, you know <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's great that you asked me that because uh, I, I just talked to our kids today and over the summer uh, we were playing. Uh, we played Plainfield over the summer mm-hmm. and uh, they beat us by twelve. And they, you know they're better, and more athletic than us. And, yeah, and more physical than us. You know, little bitty one A school versus the four A school. Right, absolutely. That's, that's what you hear. Andy and does a I heck of a job that. with those guys. Andy does a great job with them. And uh, he's like, man, you guys really run your stuff well. And it, it, it really, really bothers me as a coach. I hate that. Um, mm-hmm. That means we're just we're robots and we're not – to me, what we weren't playing hard. I like when a coach says, man, your guys really play their butts off. Or you, you guys really play hard. They really yeah. compete. And yeah. uh, I, I told our kids, that's kind of worrisome, like – I was, I'm, I'm kind of concerned about that. Like we didn't get one of those compliments all summer long, mm-hmm. uh, but we did get compliments on how well we ran our stuff. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've got juniors and seniors this year. We should run our stuff really well. Yeah. They, they've been yeah. running it forever. Yeah. So 
kind of what our expectation is, right? And uh, so, where did I, where do we get Jersey offense? Is it, it, that's a great question. Scott Matthews, the girls' coach at, at uh, Charlestown, uh, we did. I was the JV coach for him for two years when I was at Austin, and we did a lot of that stuff. And just over the years, uh, you know, I'm I'm like the dinosaur now, Josh. So I just I just keep adding stuff to it and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. adding different wrinkles. We we put more prints and stuff in with the overs and the aways. Uh, we try to tailor it every year to our uh, different personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I'm gonna have to play two bigs and and, and won't have four guards out there. Uh, yeah. that, that that's gonna be a problem for us in Jersey offense. But yeah, uh, because when I know, think when I think of your yeah when I think of your program, I think of like I, I, and I hate to say this, and this is not a slam at all. I mean, it's it, it's it is what it is for small school basketball. But mm-hmm. I I think when I think of Borden. I think you guys with one big and four perimeter guys, and then the next yep. year you have four you have four different guys, and they just plug yep. right into that, and you do, you guys just keep right on rolling with it. Yeah, we we we. You're right when you say one big guy. That's a big guy by default. Last yeah. year our guy, our big guy was six foot tall. Yeah, he was lucky. Yeah, and uh, he he played our five, and and you know that's what it was. And two years ago when we won the sectional and beat Valley in the regional in 22, you know, we, we had a six, two kid in there, but he was not a big, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we do have a six, five kid this year. That's, that's a sophomore. That's hopefully he's going to help us. Uh, I don't know where his motor's at right now. He looked good at times this summer and he looked like a sophomore at times mm-hmm. this summer too. So, uh, in terms of where he's going to be in the next six weeks, who knows, but, uh, yeah. You know he's got potential. Um, sure, you first get- big we've had since '08, yeah. and uh, I'm 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 excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be disappointed in six weeks, uh, but you know I don't know where we're gonna be. Um, I'm not smart enough to figure that out like some of you other guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry, know who your starters are, and all that good stuff. I. I, I'll be lucky to know my starters on November the 20th. Well, uh, like Eastern. well, some of these guys, Doc, they've been practicing four times a week already. <laughs> yeah, you might be right on that. I don't want to see some of my guys four times a week. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, and they don't want to see Coach Nash four times a week, right? That's correct. That feeling's mutual. I tell yeah. them all the time I love them, but sometimes I don't like them. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, that's a that that feeling's mutual. They love me too, but they don't they don't like me some days. So, Coach, I'm I'm going to talk to you about this, and, and it's a tremendous compliment for you and your program. But like, and I I'm not just saying this because we're talking here on the podcast. When people ask me, they say, "Who are some of the best coaches out there as far as developing relationships with players?" Like you you're at the top of my list every time. There are a couple other guys I, I throw out there, but. You do an exceptional job of that, and I think that's an incredibly important job of a high school coach is to develop those relationships with kids. Why has that become so important for you over the years? Man, I don't know, Josh. I, uh, I feel like I can. I feel like I can always do better in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all can. Know, I, I think we all can. But you do a heck of a yeah, job of it. I don't know. I uh, I think kids respect me. I think I think they respect me because I tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I sometimes tell them what they don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, I love on them. Uh, I feel like if I if I get in a kid and I feel like I need to love on him a little bit, I do. Uh, but honestly, there's there's way more there's way better people than me, Josh. Uh, I, I I know that for a fact. I have them in my own program. 
Uh, Justin Cavins is, is one. Uh, kids absolutely love and adore him. Uh, Kevin Jones, <laughs> I, I spoke earlier on him about how good he is individually with, with some of our kids and, and troubled kids and kids that have great home lives and uh, just uh, knowing what to say and when to say it uh, is great. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm emotional and, and uh, hot-headed and, and kids don't take to that. But in terms of relationships for the kids, I hope, I hope every one of them that know, know that I've coached them Outside of the guy, outside of the game of basketball, my door is always open. Yeah, and uh, they've always got somebody they can count on. Uh, you know, I it, it, I think I think that's our job as coaches mm-hmm. is to sometimes be a male uh, father figure that maybe they don't have, maybe they do have, and just need another. One, yeah. You know, uh, lead them, lead them in the right direction, and love them when we need to, and. Put our foot up their butts when they when we need to as well. I think it goes hold, them, both ways. hold them accountable. Yeah, no, you yeah. you hit the nail on the head because I think you do a great job of coaching kids hard, but you do an exceptional job of loving on them as well at the same time. Well, coach, yeah, well, I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I mean that with all sincerity. And and I'm going to shift gears here because I've been waiting to ask you this. Yeah. I'm going to take you back in that time machine again to 2011 february 12th 2011 okay and i i gotta know those three officials that you had there that night like how are you related to those guys because i got the biggest screw job i've ever got in my life down down at board now i gotta set this up for everybody that's listening for the five pe- for the five people that are still listening right now to me and you talk now basketball. you're gonna make Greg Dean think he's got screwed. That's what you're. That's Greg's the only guy listening tonight. So and he's he's gonna think he's getting screwed. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sure you will because you'll have those three guys back. But anyway, so set this up for everybody without telling how everything ended and how it got to this point. <clears throat> We're scratching and we're clawing to get back in this game at Borden. And, again, with those three officials, I don't even know how we got to this point. But, but we, we nailed it. <laughs> my coaching. We nailed a three, and and we didn't have any timeouts left. And we, we'd already used our timeouts. We nail a three to cut it to three um, with about 35, 40 seconds to go in the game. And uh, we, we did a good enough job with our press. Um, that um, you know we got a five second count, so so we yeah. get the ball out underneath your basket, and uh, you know and and, it, and we run this out of bounds play, and, and it's essentially an elevator screen for our best shooter, yeah. and, and we throw it over the top, and our guy catches it, and he nails the three, and as the ball's in the air mid flight, um, I hear a whistle. And then the ball goes in the basket. And, and now our guy, one of the guys sitting in the elevator screen, is is on the floor. He's He's been taken out by your guy. And I'm thinking, all right, we just tied this baby, and now we're going to take it out under the basket again with a chance to take the lead. But I forgot we were playing at Borden, and I forgot that it was your brother-in-law, your uncle, and and your godfather that were doing the yeah. game, and and they waved that baby off, and and uh, you guys got the ball back out. You probably I'm going to tell you how bad this is. You probably got another five second count, but called timeout right before, 
and then they, yeah. they gave you the timeout. That's probably how bad you screwed me after that. But, no, I'll tell you what, I, I always had fun coaching against you. And uh, that's that's one I every time I see you at a coach's clinic, I always bring that up. So I had to bring it it's up on the podcast. Time. I'm yeah, sure absolutely. I'm sure I'm sure you've got a different version of that story. You've told me that Yeah. It was an illegal screen for sure. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was the worst illegal screen you've ever seen, right? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that's how Great we called by the official. That's how we got the three off to begin with. <laughs> All right. Well coach eight. Hey, as we will get a little lighter than what we have been. Uh, yep. But so I've been through Borden a couple times since we, we played and, and been down there for different right. things, you know, with my kids and my sister kind of lives in that area. So next time I travel through Borden, if I'm hungry, where, where do I need to stop to eat? Oh man, you can stop at the, uh, so we have really two places depending on what time of year. Uh, the Borden, uh, Buckboard Diner, uh, okay. if you're coming, if you're going towards New Albany, yeah. uh, you're going to turn left at the caution lights right there on your right, right downtown board. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're coming through, um, between, uh, March, I believe it's, let's just say April 1st and October 1st, mm -hmm. you want to stop for some ice cream at Norma Jean's. That's where you want to stop. At Norma Jean's um, for ice cream. Now yeah. what's, what's the place to get a meal at? Buckboard Diner. Okay. So Doc's taking his wife out to eat on Friday night, and you go to the Buckboard Diner. What's Doc having to eat? <laughs> if I go to the Buckboard Diner, I'm getting a pork tenderloin. Uh, a big pork I'm tenderloin. A breaded pork tenderloin. See, to me, that's all you need to know about Doc Nash. If he's taking his wife out to eat, he's getting a pork tenderloin. I mean, that's that's my kind of yeah. man. That's my but kind of man. Hey, if you're coming through at lunch, if you're coming through at lunch, you got to go to My Cup Runneth Over. My Cup Runneth yeah. Over. Okay. Yes, absolutely. My cup runs over for lunch, mm -hmm. uh, or in the morning for a coffee. That's it's a little coffee shop, and uh, they are absolutely fantastic. Um, a former player of ours, um, uh, parents own that place, and uh, uh, very very generous for our basketball program. And mm -hmm. I eat lunch there at least probably three times a week, and uh, they make a tremendous salad. Mm -hmm. So it's great. Good good salad there, and obviously you've done a lot. A, a lot better job than some of, of taking care of yourself. So no surprise you're getting a salad there. Uh, <laughs> well, I was just trying to get in shape to hike the Montana mountains. I ain't going to lie. Now, I, I now, would love to tell you that I'm a healthy guy, but I'm not. Now all bets are <laughs> off, right? Now after you yeah. after you go back out there and, and hike him over the weekend, you're done. All bets yeah, are off. Yeah, probably next Wednesday I'm going to get fat again. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I know you and I, we've, we've been to a lot of coaches' clinics where we've run into each other over the years. What's your favorite yeah. What's your favorite thing about coaches' clinics? Man, the socialization. Uh, I tell people all the time, we go to, we go to the clinics and we, we learn, you know, we – we get to talk about our hoops and uh, talk talk about our programs and mm -hmm. uh, get to see people from across the state. Uh, I know I'll, I always enjoy uh, going up to the IBCA clinic and I get to see my college teammates and, and some of those guys that are head coaches now. Yeah, I uh, get to meet new coaches and, and, and we get to talk and brag a little bit about our programs and, and learn more. But the socialization, you know, if we go to an establishment afterwards, and uh, we're drawing plays out on napkins. Uh, you, you know, that to me, that's where the true learning takes place, and, mm -hmm. and, and we're having a great time. And, 
just the socialization of it is 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 truly a blessing. It's a, again, coaching. I feel like is a brotherhood. We look after each other, and and uh, you know we share everything and, and talk hoops, and it's just a. Uh, it, to me, that's the best part of the uh, of clinics is the socialization of it. And, I couldn't uh, agree more. Get to see people we don't know, uh, we don't see on a daily basis. Um, so it's it's a great thing. Coach, last question for you. Yes, so sir. you you've got a lot of hats that you wear there at Borden. You drive the bus, you teach PE, you coach basketball, you're running your kids all over the place to cross country and tennis. So you don't have a, a lot of spare time. And so when right. you get when you get home and your wife asks you to do a household chore, what's your least favorite thing to do around the house? Oh, my least favorite thing to do around the house. I don't be honest, Josh. I don't do a whole lot around the house. My <laughs> wife is the same. Uh, yeah, probably probably laundry. Uh, uh, and she and she takes care of a lot of that. Yeah, emptying the dishwasher. That's yeah. uh, I, I hate that too. Yeah, my kids usually have to do that. Yeah, there um, you go. But uh, but you know I, I've been truly blessed. My wife is a saint. Yeah, uh, she she's a. She's awesome. She she takes care of us, and uh, she deserves all that credit. Mm. She really does. Um, you know, I, my my job is basically outside mowing grass and all that good stuff. Thank goodness it's getting wintertime. Mm. I hate mowing grass. So, yeah. um, but my wife my wife's the same. Uh, she she gets to take care of it all. I tell you what, I I like doing all the stuff outside. I like mowing grass. I like weed eating. I got me a new zero turn this year. Uh, well, it wasn't new, but it was new to me and. I like yeah. getting on that thing and listening to music, and you know that, that's my Zen time, man. <laughs> Not me. Not me. You come on, hey, move closer. I'll pay you more money. <laughs> I don't know if I want to mow anybody else's grass, but I'll mow mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Coach, it, it has been a pleasure to talk to you tonight. Uh, I want to wish you and your son the best of luck this year. Um, I, I just, you know, hope that down the road in the tournament that we might be fortunate to maybe meet up one more time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. one more time. It'd be a blast. And and this time, this time when we play, I'm gonna get my brother-in-law and, and uh, my godfather and those guys to referee <laughs> the game and put the screws to you, man. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. The state will be assigning those. The, the state I, hey, those, hey, Jeff Doyle, our principal is on the IHSA committee. I'll I'll make sure we take care of the <laughs> yeah, officials. You got the hookup. <laughs> That's right. You got the hookup. Well, coach. Hey, it. best of luck to you, man. Great to talk to you, brother. Hey. Thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it. Okay, we'll see you. it from the Cheap Seats is also brought to you by BSN Sports and Jeff Neal, their sales rep. Shop BSN Sports for a large selection of sports apparel and footwear, custom and stock Nike team uniforms, and sports equipment for your next winning season. Contact Jeff Neal at 812 204 3808 or visit bsnsports.com.